This is RMB's Data Analytics Podcast with Matthew Burnett, where we look at the insightful role that data analytics plays for decision makers. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the RMB Data Analytics Podcast. I'm Matthew Burnath. I'm the head of data analytics at Rand Merchant Bank. And joining me today on the podcast is somebody I've been trying to get as a guest in the podcast for some time. It's Latanya Johnson, who's the FNB CRO. Hi, Latanya, and thanks very much for joining us on the podcast today. Hi, Matt. Thank you so much for the opportunity. So, Latanya, you look at risk uh, across FNB, and also you obviously engage in risk across the first round group. Data, I can imagine, is a very key component in the risk landscape from basic risk assessment um, just through to even having a look at uh, future technologies such as AI and machine learning as well. Yeah, Matt, that's correct. And, and when we consider risk, we consider it basically from two angles. Firstly, how do you use data and analytics to inform better risk management? And then secondly, the business of risk. How do you actually make sure that the risk function itself becomes future enabled by using data and analytics actually to drive better risk processes, but also to be able to achieve efficiencies? Latanya, I can imagine that risk, you, you obviously approach from one side, you approach from business who, mm -hmm. who want to do more and more business. And of course, the, the more uh, business that they have, the more the potential is for revenue and profits in the bank. But of course, on the other side, we need to maintain our balance yeah. sheet and be conservative with how we, we do future business. And of course, risk is, is really at the core of the decision making yeah. in that area. Yeah, no, exactly. So I think if I can talk about risk decisioning in the context of supporting business to enable its strategy, first of all, if you think about your financial risks and one of the, the risks that obviously is higher of importance for us as a retail and commercial bank, it is credit risk. And if you think about retail credit, we've been using data for many years to, to build the appropriate scorecards to enable us to, to basically identify the right customers at the right affordability levels, etc. So that I think is well entrenched in the way we assist our retail business. Um, in the commercial business, what we have also started seeing is that in the lower end of the commercial segment, we're now starting to drive scorecard development for your customers in what we call our transactional product house pillar. And therefore, turnovers up to 60 million, we are also able to start using data to actually score um, some of the, the decision making in, in that environment. But what I think is quite important, and COVID actually um, highlighted this for us, is that you need to also use broader data points to truly understand the risk of your customer. And with COVID, when you started seeing the different levels of lockdown, that basically identified a very key data point that I think we, we probably underestimated in our risk decision making, and that is industry risk. Um, and when you think about the, the FNB environment, we, we play a lot in this ecosystem understanding. So where you can link a retail customer to an entity that they operate in and now starting to bring together the commercial data and the retail credit data to truly understand what we call income risk volatility. So I think from a credit risk perspective, that was really how we focused on it. Um, when I think about our environment, where I believe we probably can do a lot more to enable um, risk decision making for, for the bank using a lot more data, it is in operational risk. 
If you think about a business that is moving from, I think, traditional type banking into a platform business model that is enabled through technology and data, your risk management practices need to align. So I think in the operational risk space, the way we look at operational processes and enablement of processes would have to change. And there we need to think about how we use data more effectively to identify potential areas of risk concentration buildup. So that's really how I see it playing out on the, the risk side, enabling the business. Um, if I can talk about the actual function of risk management, what we've identified is that there's definitely greater opportunities to use data and analytics to get our risk processes more efficient. And secondly, if you think about considering a customer from a client desirability perspective, if we can use AI and machine learning, we can start connecting all of the, the, the data insights we have, and we can actually start developing client desirability synopsis forms through AI um, um, machine learning techniques rather than people putting that information together. And then what you do is you free up your risk professionals to actually do the judgmental work in terms of assessing the outcome of what is actually being created through the AI process. Latanya, from a, a risk perspective, credit risk is, is quite fascinating because it really combines multiple forms of analytics. It, it combines kind of descriptive analytics yes. to understand what is a client's desirability right now, but also um, predictive analytics. You know, is the client likely to default in, in 15 years time, 20 Correct. years time? So I can imagine the amount of data that you need to perform this different type of analytics is very vast. Yeah. No, exactly. The, that's exactly the point. And I think what I've actually realized as well is that we've got a lot of the data already available in the credit risk space, and we're actually utilizing a lot of it. Where there's a gap for us to actually start using it a lot more is in this operational risk space, because when I consider our bank is more than 180 years old, so we've got a lot of data that we've collected and obtained over the years. Basel II really became into effect in about 2008. So we've also started, I think, um, carrying and, and logging data for operational loss events for, for quite some time now. But currently, we don't really have the ability to take the operational loss data that we have um, collected over a period of time, connecting that to understanding your business model, the cycles we're in, and being able to also predict operational loss events. We are very good at dealing with identifying the event when it's occurred, and then we do a lot of work doing post um, um, in, implementation assessment of what went wrong, why did it go wrong. But I truly think that the future of risk management is being able to do predictive analytics on broader risk types than just your financial risk types currently. And, and you mentioned operational risk and the other risk types. And to me, that that's really fascinating because as a business and as a CRO, you not only need to manage the data analytics regards to credit risk, which which is, which is maybe perhaps a more well understood risk. It's something yeah. that you know the bank, as you say, has been around for a very long period of time, been lending for a long period of time, and we, we've got a good handle on credit risk. But then operational risk, there's there certain components there that are just impossible to, to predict, such as pandemics or environmental yeah. risks. How does one take those unknown risks into account, especially when there's no perhaps no data to, to allow us to predict those risks? Yeah, I think that's a very valid point because pandemics, like you rightfully said, nothing could have prepared us for COVID-19. We didn't really know what the what, what the event would be like and the magnitude and the size of the event. So, so I think for me, it's being able to just understand what could be some of the other data points that could give you an, a, a, at least a sense of when a pandemic occurs, how do you respond to it, I think, more um, quickly and swiftly. That's really what you can do. Predicting it, I think, is something that we wouldn't be able to do at this point in time. But 
but there are definitely other types of operational risks that I think we can, we can get better at predicting. And, and if I just consider a little bit around financial crime and being able to, to, to just start understanding what's happening in terms of flow of funds and connecting, connecting the insights between what you see, for example, in the currency and exchanges environment together with what we're seeing in the financial crime areas, that could give you the ability to actually predict there's potential issues of externalization of funds. So I do think, Matthew, you're quite right. There are going to be some operational risks that we will be able to predict using data and analytics, but we could definitely respond much better to it by using data, data insights. And there definitely are other operational risks where I think there's definitely an opportunity to get better at predicting a risk concentration buildup or a change in risk profile. Latanya, my final question to you is, is, what do you think is the future of risk and more specifically risk with regards to data and analytics? Overseas, we're seeing trends such as ESG, but you also mentioned mm. financial crime. Which mm. ones are you, do you think are going to be the big ones in the future? Yeah, so I, I must be honest. So, so, so definitely, I think financial crime in the broader sense of not just anti-money laundering, but actually truly understanding a client and their financial activity with us. I think there's definitely a future for data analytics to inform that better. Um, in terms of climate risk, we're already spending some time trying to, 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 to collate data to give us a sense of where do we have um, a higher climate risk exposures across our portfolios. But I think also you have to consider that if you think about climate risk, there's physical risk and there's transitional risk. When you start thinking about transitional risk, we not only uh, we should not only think about where we have to be defensive in the fact that our expo or our portfolios will be negatively impacted by climate, but actually using data to try to try to see where there are future opportunities to play and support customers to actually transition to I think climate friendly industries or or actually provide um, products and solutions that aligns to, to to what you want to achieve in terms of climate climate risk management. So that's what I see in some of the the future thinking. I think on risk analytics in data, I think in the future, the, the traditional risk management practices will have to evolve and become more platform-based risk management areas. And for me, that's twofold. One, the, the nature of a risk professional in the future is going to change. Um, not that we all have to become data science experts, but we have to get a much better understanding of data literacy. And then secondly, I think you would, you, you would not be able to have a risk function without a risk CDAO type um, expert partnering with you and having actually data and analytics um, skill sets and expertise to help complement the, the risk professionals that we have in our environment. So, so really, I see it twofold. I see one, the risk profile is going to change and we need to start looking at how data can support that. But two, the risk function itself has to become a lot more platform-based risk management thinking with data and analytics at the core of it. Absolutely, I agree. Latanya, thank you so much for, for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Matthew. Look forward to future engagements. Thank you for listening to RB's Data Analytics with Matthew Bernath podcast. Subscribe now for more episodes.